You know, as you remain standing this morning for the presence of the Lord, you know, I just want to just read something to you and at the same time show you something, if that's okay. Amen. And um, first of all, I just want to read this one little line, if that's okay. It says, on August 11, 2016, the board of directors granted approval to purchase the property to be used as a church and the meeting place. Come on, somebody. Second of all, here's escrow, and here's a signed agreement that we got the building. Woo! We get, should have the buildings, but the keys by Tuesday morning. Hallelujah. Second of all, third of all, we shall be in there. Wednesday, Thursday, getting ready to have service on Sunday. Come on, somebody. Sunday morning, we'll be having service, celebrating. And I say all that to tell you this morning that I want to preach on the struggle is real. Tell your neighbor, the struggle is real. But so is God. Come on, somebody. Amen. Give the Lord a good clap. I want us to take a minute. I want to just, uh, just to thank the Lord. I want you to lift up your hands this morning. I just want to just thank God. Father, we want to just thank you. As a church and as a family, oh God. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts, oh God. For everything that you did, God. Lord, we are grateful, God. Lord, I look back and I just see, Lord, the process that took place. And the things that we went through, Father God, Lord Jesus, to get where we're at now. Lord, we know, Father God, that things are before us, but there's things that pass after us, oh God. But we are grateful today, Father. We are grateful. We honor you. We glorify you. We thank you for what you did, God. And we thank you for God's people to stand still and trust in you, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. You may be seated this morning in the presence of the Lord. I want to recap a little bit on here in Exodus. On the struggle is real, but so is God. And, and so I believe that if we can grab a hold of this uh, this morning, amen, we can continue to understand that God is who he is and he keeps his promises. And there's certain things that will happen, certain things that will take place. And now he's doing that for he can get glory and for us to understand that we have to continue to trust him in the middle of adversity. Because when adversity comes sometimes or when the struggle comes, sometimes it's hard to trust. Because we're not used, or let me say it like this, we're used to struggle, but we're not the support of it. And so I want you to see through here in Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. Here is the crossing of the Red Sea taking place. And in verse 11, chapter 14, verse 11, the Bible says, Then they said to Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you so dealt with us? So bring us up out of Egypt. Is there not the word that the, excuse me, is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve in Egypt, the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Father, we thank you this morning, God. I pray that you would speak to us, God. 
I pray you will help us to understand uh, the struggle, God, and help us to understand, uh, Lord, the things that we've been through, Father God. I pray that there'll be a clarity, Father God, of your anointing and your power and your word, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. I want you to see that here are the Egyptians, and the Egyptians have been through some stuff in the beginning because God has sent a deliverer. And every time God sends a deliverer, there's some things that are going to take place. When God wants to deliver you, when God wants to take you out of your situation, when something's going to take place, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Pastor, what do you mean the struggle is real? Well, you're going to face real things. You're going to face real circumstances. There's a, you, you live in a world today, if you use a light bill, you're going to have to have a bill. We live in a world today, amen, if you use the water, there's going to be a bill for the water. It's real. Someone say it's real. It's real. The struggle is real, but also God is real. Come on, somebody, the God that we serve is real. And here are the people of Egypt, amen, here they are, and they're, they're, they're in there, excuse me, they're, 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 the Hebrews that are in there right now, they're going to become the Israel later. They're in there, and they're in the captivity, and God delivering them out, but there was a struggle. They, they had to go through all these different things to get out of Egypt. They had to go through all these different changes to get out of Egypt, and God brought them out of Egypt, and while they were going through a place to be in front of them was the Red Sea. All of a sudden, what happened, it got so intense. It got, it got so hard. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Where things begin to talk to you. Your bills talk to you. Your wife is talking to you. Your husband's talking to you. Your kids say, what's going on? What's happening? And if you listen to those voices, you'll never let God do his job. And if you listen to the struggle, it'll awaken things inside you that shouldn't be there. Or should it be gone by now? And here are the people, and they say these words, they say to Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, have you taken away us for us to die in the wilderness? Now, look at their concept. Look at how they've seen this. They've seen what they were going through as an attack on them personally. They've seen the thing they were going through that God brought us here to die. Or Moses, you're a, you're a servant of the Lord. You delivered us out here to die in the wilderness. And the struggle becomes real that you begin to focus more on the struggle than you, you focus on God. And when you take your eyes off of God, the struggle becomes more intense. The struggle becomes more alive. The struggle becomes almost what you sleep and what you wake up thinking about. And so what happens, God cannot manifest himself the way he wants to, to you because you're so caught up on the struggle. You're so caught up on the pain. You're so caught up on the difficulty. That's good. What's good enough? It's okay. I don't need you to clap. Just listen. As long as you change your life, it'll be okay. And all of a sudden, they say something that's very profound here. They say something like this. Man, you brought me out here. It was better if I would serve the Egyptians. If it was better, it was better when I was strung out. It was better when my husband didn't come home. At least I had a check. Oh, you don't hear me though. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't hear me though. You don't, you don't hear me though. It's better when my wife used to run around. It's better when my kids didn't come home. How dumb does that sound? How insane do we sound when we say stuff like that? Man, you don't know, you don't know who I am. You know, I was in the streets. Say that. The struggle is real. But what kind of reality do you want to live in? 
You want to live back in Egypt? Or do you want to go somewhere where God's trying to take you? Oh. God's trying to take you to a place you've never been. Stop focusing on the struggle of life because life is a struggle. That's just part of life. Amen. But the reality, God is God. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's a ruler. <clears throat> Al Shaddai, Abba Father. He's, 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 he's our healer. He's, he's our provider. He, he, he's God who takes He's a God of more than enough. Come on, somebody. He's a God of heaven and earth. He, he, he's a God of everything. We have to understand that here's these people, and the people begin to tell their leadership, tell and speak to the church and speak to the people, that, and they're trying to rally up a dividing spirit. Trying to rally up people that can begin to uh, associate with them. Because how many know uh, who you associate is pretty much what you become? Tell me who you're around with, I'll tell you what you are. You hang on a bunch of dogs, you're going to get some fleas. Hello, somebody. You know, I know what I hung around with. And what I hung around with got me, got me uh, life in prison. It got me strung out, got me locked up, got me tore up. Come on, somebody. Got me all, got me all disgusted. Couldn't be trusted. My mom wanted nothing to do with me. And when I, when I got saved, 10 years later, she still didn't believe me. She looked at me. She goes, you ain't coming in my house. And I was with my father. And you ain't coming in with him either. I, all I want to do is use the restroom. But because you burned the, the bridges so bad. I don't know you guys. You guys look perfectly fine, you know. But for us, the, the struggle is real. So I want you to see here is, is you tell me who you're around with the time, what you become. It's funny where the enemy will try to itch your ear and try to make you listen to what he's trying to tell you. He will try to play a tune. And how many know sometimes when you hear an oldie, all of a sudden, you, you know, you go back. All of a sudden, some of you guys here, you know, maybe I don't know, Snoop Dogg or whatever you like or Tupac or, you know, only God can judge me. You know, all that good stuff. You, you, you go on a trip and, and there you go. You start getting your little two-step and there you go. And pretty, pretty much you, you, it's over. That, that sound, that music plays it to you. And because you know that tune and you know that song, all of a sudden there goes your body. It goes with the flow. And here you are, you're shopping. All of a sudden you're going in the cart like this. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're, 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 you're a little bit of that. You know, I failed yesterday, so I could pretty move. <laughs> but the enemy knows your song. And he knows what to play in your ear. And he knows what to talk. Come on, he, he knows the struggle is real. So he tries to make everything else so intense that you focus on that and not the God that is real. Not the God who is our Savior, our Deliverer, our Healer, our Provider. And he said, I don't want you to focus on that. Focus on this. And they tell the leader, and they tell the people, and they tell the church, and they tell everybody, he says, all of a sudden, he says, it is not word that we told you in Egypt, let us alone, leave us alone, that we should serve the Egyptians, my God. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. See, let me tell you, you're going through a struggle, you're not going to die. It's not that bad. You're going to be okay. Come on, somebody. When, we, when the church burned down, everything happened, and it was a heavy hit. Everybody was broken. We looked at the intensity of the kids. Everybody was crying. Everybody was broken at that time. But we had to, we had to, we had to gallop. We had to get ourselves up, get ourselves up, and shake ourselves off. 
and push on. If we didn't, where would we be today? Come on, if we didn't, would we be celebrating today a victory? Will we be celebrating the God of heaven and earth? Come on, somebody. The amen, the God, the king of kings, the lords of lords. Will we be celebrating a victory? These people here were trying to keep themselves stuck. And how many of some things can keep yourself stuck? By looking around and sometimes just focusing on one problem. And God says, that's just one. But here's another 10 of victories in your life. You're, you're focusing on, on that exit sign where there's one, two, three, four, five other exits. <clears throat> Trying to have fun with you guys this morning. Listen to this. And it goes on. And I like what it says here. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. Listen to me carefully. The most, the most, the most craziest thing you can do is make a decision in the middle of your struggle. Because 99% of the time, it will be a wrong one. He says, stand still. He said, just parate, stay right there. Stand still and know that I'm God. Amen. Amen. He said, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Salvation means he's going to save you. Stand still and know he's going to save you through this struggle. Stand still and know he's going to save you through this circumstance. Stand still and know that whatever you're going through, I don't know if it's depression, oppression, or demon possession. I don't know what's your problem. But he will see you through. Come on, somebody. He, he, he will see you through. And, and this, this is what I want you to see this morning. I want you to see this here as the people that are right there. And they're going. Let's walk over here. They have all the reality on them. Man, they, they, they took us far enough so they don't have to smell the stink of our bodies corping, smelling decaying. So you got to listen to their minds. I need, you to, I need you to see their minds before you can understand what they were thinking. They were thinking they're getting us far enough because our bodies create a disease when they're not well taken care of. That's why when they do certain bodies, they got to do certain things to them so it, they decay not the way they should. So all these bodies, which was, my God, a lot of them. I'm not going to sit and give you a number because I don't want to lie. But that would have caused a major disease, a, a major infection, a, a affect the food. It would affect the planting. It would affect the waters. So in their minds, you got all of us out so you guys can live. You didn't hear me, though. You got all of us out so that Egypt can live. And he, they use you as a dummy Moses, to bring us out. This is their mindset. This is the mindset that's going on. And he had to tell them, no, that's not, that's, stop thinking like that. Because how many of we can think weird? Yeah. Oh, oh, man, uh, they don't really love you. All they, want, all, they, all, they, all, they want, all they want is your money. All they, all they, all they want is, is, is you to, to go to do this and do that. And your mind can play tricks on you. And if we really pull out your roster and show you how much you really gave, then you'll be like, oh, my bad. <laughs> it's called a yearly report. We keep good records and so does God. Hallelujah. There we go. And then he had to tell him, no, that's not it. Come here, Milo. He says, I need you to stop 
I need you to stand still. I need you to stand still in your mind. I need you to stop tripping in your mind. I need you to stand still and know that salvation is coming to you guys. Deliverance is coming to your house. Deliverance is breakthrough is coming to your house. Taking you out of that adversity is coming to your house. The struggle is real, but let me tell you something, Milo. My God is real here. Come on, let's go over here. And God is trying to take you to another place and a whole different place, but he has to tell him, you need to stand still. So in other words, in Laylam's terms, in other words, shut up. <laughs> Thank you. In other words, behave. How many of you ever talked to yourself? Anybody ever talked to yourself? Not 5150s. Not I'm talking just, you know, in your mind. Like, oh, man, that, that looks cool. Or you say something that, that was wrong in your mind. Like, oh, man, shut up. I know I have. I don't know about you, but I know I have. I did this morning. Amen. And I tell myself, no, you can't behave. And that's literally what we got to do because our minds will try to twist us. Our mind will try to put us in places we don't need to be. And if we have our open ear to all these other stuff, hmm, forget about it. We have a party. We have a big old party, a weird party. <laughs> Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering, amen. <laughs> Dark Vader in the house, hallelujah. So here, here's, here's what I need you to see really quick. Is he tells them these words, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, because fear is, it will grow grasping and fear will handicap you. And he goes on, he says these words. He says, he says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. See, not just he's saying, well, our God is good and God is real, but he says he's going to accomplish it. That means he's going to do it. So you might be going through a struggle. You might be going through something, but God is going to take care of it. God is going to rescue you through that situation. Why? Because he says, only stand still and see the salvation. And he's going to accomplish it. So you have to either to believe that or believe it's better to serve the Egyptians. See, that's where you have to be to understand. Are you going to listen to yourself and the evilness of ourselves? Because ourselves, sometimes... We, we, I'm going to say me because I don't know about you, but I know about me. Me can speak evil to myself. Me can lie to myself and me can deceive myself. And if I learn to say, you know what, behave, no, I'm going to listen to what God is trying to tell me. I'm going to listen to what his word says. Come on, somebody, what his word says, what his word says. And his word is saying this, he will accomplish for you today, for the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Man. He's saying that struggle and that situation that you have and you're seeing right now, you're going to see it no more. But you have to trust me. The, 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 the situation is real. The struggle is real, but so is God. And don't worry about it because you ain't going to be seeing that struggle no more. Your struggle is about to disappear. Your struggle is about to disappear. Your situation in your marriage is about to disappear. Your situation among your ch- children are going to disappear. The struggle among your finances are going to disappear. But do you say, do I want to serve that struggle or do I want to serve the Lord? See, it's a mental choice. It's a spiritual choice. And he goes on, he says this in verse 14, very profound. He says, the Lord will fight for you. Very simple. Who's going to fight for you? The Lord. Who? The Lord will fight for you, and you shall only hold your peace. Oh, my God. See, this, this, we try too hard to serve God sometimes, church. 
We try too hard, too hard, and sometimes that's why when you try too hard, you fail, and you feel dumb. Like, I can't do this. I tried God, and it failed. No, God tried you, and you failed. It's not that hard. You just have to just surrender. Come on, somebody. You just got to just let him do his job. You know, uh, you know, in golfing, you know, golfing, you know, anybody golf here? Any golfers here? Manuel, Manuel won two years of college. For real, he did. He went to college for that. And two years in bowling, that's a smart kid right there. I'm going to use that money to have a sport. See, in golfing, when you're golfing and you're sitting up to golf, you're going to hit it. Everybody wants to hit it hard. See, this hand right here is, is when, when, when you're playing baseball, you swing. This is where the strength comes from right here. But in, in golf, the strength is in this shoulder right here and on the, on, and on the tool you're using. So that's why when, that, when a, a baseball, someone don't understand, it hits it. When they hit the ball, it shoots off sideways. Boom, it takes off sideways because they're using the wrong strength. You don't hear me, though. But when you're golfing, and why do I know this? I talked to a golfer yesterday. And I just thought about it right now. And that tool, he told me, he goes, Ed, he goes, that tool, the, the, the club, he said, you let the club do its job. And you don't even have to hit it hard. Just you give it a good one, boom. And they'll go straight. Don't go far. This one goes, this one goes 100. This goes 150. This one goes 250. I'm like, wow. But if you let them do their job, they'll do it. But if you use some other strength, he goes, you're going you're gonna to chop it. It's going to take off. I'm like, huh. So when you let God do his job, you go further. But when you try to do it in your own strength, you wonder why you go, but I tried hard. I tried, I flushed down all the cigarettes. I threw all the beer away. I did all that. And, you know, I just tried hard. And then I went to work at the bar. You missed that one. Some of you guys got it. Raise the Lord. I didn't pick. I don't know. I don't know nothing about you guys. So I don't try to pick. I didn't pick on nobody. It's the Holy Ghost. The struggle is real, but so is God. I want that to stick in your heart when you leave today. The struggle is real, but so is God. So when you see your situation, you're like, oh, this. Is, but God is real. In one hand, this, this, is, this is what I'm trying to say. In one hand, the reality is, yes, you're going through stuff. But on the other hand, our God is a great, mighty God. What one do you want to hold on to? Which, come on, somebody. Which one do you want to, you want to hold on to the reality? Yes, I'm going through this. Or the reality is God is able. Mm, mm, mm. And here we see the picture. And here's a tremendous picture. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, now listen carefully what God spoke to Moses. Here's, here's the leader. Here's the man that God spoke to him and told him these words. He says, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Mm, mm, mm. Why do you cry to me? Tell the Yorones. Hello, somebody. Tell the church, tell the children of Israel to go backwards. Forward. Which way? Forward. Forward. He says, I hear what's going on. And I'm telling you to tell them to go forward. Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you to tell them to go forward. Here they are. Here's the Red Sea. And the Red Sea, amen, is before them. Here they are going through, uh, uh, through what they're going through, and they're seeing the Red Sea before them, and they're seeing the army behind them of Egypt. 
And they're wondering, how are we going to swim? We never even swam before. Hello, somebody. We never had a pool party before. We, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't even know what's going on here. You know, I, you know, I, I, we can't, we got children. We have elders with us. Man, there's no way that we can cross this. We have all this stuff with us. There's no way. But how many know when there is no way, God makes a way? Amen. When the devil says no way, God says yes way. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Woo, you missed that one. Mm. All the Mexicanos got that one. Amen. I'm going to show you something really quick before we get before I close up this morning. Is how profound God is that He'll do something, and it'll just oh man! I just got right now. Just, look at, let me let me continue just for the sake of time. He goes on. He says these words. He says, "Tell the children to go forward." See, I'm here to tell you this morning. Go forward. Come on, go. Forget. See, yes, the struggles here, but God is before you. Yes, the struggle is real, but God is great. God is able. God is mighty. God will see you through it. Don't hold on to that no more. Let it go. I'm not going to sing, let it go. I'm not going to do it. Just let it go. Let it go and grab a hold. Amen. Uh, Of the King of Kings, the Lords of Lords, uh, the salvation today. Grab a hold of the accomplishment. Amen. And the fulfillment in your life. But you have to, it's not cool to hold on to, to you got to hear what I'm going to say right now, and it sounds really dumb, but it's reality. It's not cool to be holding on to a 40 in one hand and the beer in the other. You got to let go of one. But I'm going to church. You, you got someone said let go. You gotta, let, you, what, what's the point of holding on to all the unforgiveness and holding on to the Bible? My God is good. You have, you got, someone say let go. You have to let go. The struggle's real. Let go. And grab a hold of the accomplishment of the fulfillment of the word of God in your life. See this right here. He goes, he says in verse 16, he says, but lift your rod and stretch your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And Lindy will harden the heart of the Egyptians and they shall follow them so I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all the armies and his chariots and his horsemen. Now look at verse 21. Just jump to 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong cast of wind on the night and made the sea dry land and the waters are divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. What, what, what ground did they walk on? Dry. dry ground. God will dry up. Amen. What you think is muddy and filthy and dirty. When you feel that you can't do it. When your feet can't hold on no more. God said, I'm going to make the, the ground dry enough where you can make a stand. You won't be sinking. You won't be slipping no more. I don't know if you guys ever slipped before. Hello, somebody. You won't be slipping, amen. You won't be looking foolish no more. You will be on dry ground. What I know about slipping, yesterday, <clears throat> I was going home. I had two bags in my hand. And I was walking to go to the, the step before I go into my house. There's one step, then you go into the house. So, and then I, I went to go on the step, and I, and I stepped the step, and my shoe slipped. And I went, wow. 
It felt like slow motion. It felt like slow motion, but it was it was pretty quick. You know, boom. You know, it's fast. Amen. <laughs> I went down. I went face first. I went. I went. I, I, even I looked, I looked around like this because I was like this. I was ready. I was. I was committed to the fall. I was committed. I got. I, I was committed to it, so I went for it. I went, and then I, and then I remember I had bags, and I went, whew, I cuffed the bags in, but it didn't help. And boom, boom, I ate it, man. And all my kids came out crying. Oh, my dad, dad! And my wife came out crying. She's like, No, she didn't. She came out laughing. Ah! She was laughing. I looked at the kids. I'm like, Why are you laughing, mom? Why are you laughing? They're, they're yelling at her, and she's laughing. She goes, Because if it was him, he would be laughing too. And I told her, Yeah, you're right. So that fall, that, that, that hurt, that hurt, that, that thing hurt. Had a big old red mark on my face. I thank God it wasn't a bruise. I'm so dark, it probably was a bruise, can't see it. But it was, it was face first, a big old mark here. And I tell you that to tell you this. <laughs> they got to keep it from slipping. <laughs> keep you from embarrassing moments in your life. I don't know about you, but I've had some embarrassed moments of being saved, doing, doing some dumb stuff, amen. And, uh, and I, I look at verse 23, he says, and the Egyptians pursued. This is where I want you to see this, this tremendous phenomenon here. It says, and the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the mist. Now, this is what I want you to see, is when you decide to say, God, I know the struggle's real, but I know also you're real. And when you decide to turn your back on your struggle, listen, what I want to, when you decide to turn your back on your struggle, to turn your back on all the junk and to do what's right, you think it's going to leave you alone? Do you think they, 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 it's going to pursue you? Now that you're running away from it, it's going to pursue you. It's going to pursue you. And you're trying to stay away from it. You're trying to keep away from the old homies, the old situation, the old life. And here you're pursuing. See, here you are going, and this man is on your tail. It's on your tail. You can even look back and go, oh, my God. Was somebody here doing something wrong? Somebody had a lighter and a light bulb off. Something's wrong here. Yeah, you got it, you got it. And all of you, you're going. And listen, 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 listen to this. Look at verse 24. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord, look at this. You got to hear this. Look down upon the army of Egypt. Through the pillar of fire, he looked at man, he looked at the pillar of fire and cloud. This is heavy right here. And he troubled the army of Egypt. He took, look at, listen, you gotta hear this. He says, look at God, I'm telling you, God was the first who knew about stealing rims. God was selling rims before even we even had spinners. Listen to this. And he took off the chariot's wheels. And he sold them, no, no, so that they <laughs> drove them with difficulty. Listen to this. And he took off the chariot's wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fights for these men against the Egyptians. What did the Egyptians say? My God, God is with them. The struggle is real, but God is real. <laughs> that wasn't a real word. It was for it sounded good. <laughs> Imagine he took the wheels off. Haven't you heard that saying? I'll fall into the wheels, fall off. Yeah. They, he, they say, Nah, not us. 
<laughs> they said, no, nah, uh, he said, no. Nah. The Egyptians, the people that you run from and stay away from, well, finally say, you know, God's with these people. Man, I, need to, I, need, I, just, I, need, I need to leave them alone. I need, I just, I just, you know, I, I better stop. I better stop trying to give them free stuff. I, I, you know, when you seek the Lord, church, God fights for you. Amen. You got to know that God, God fights for you. When you seek God, God will fight for you. You don't have to fight for yourself. God will take care of you. See, that's the reality. And all of a sudden, in verse 31, church, it goes on. It says, this, this Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Earlier, the people were saying, man, you brought us out here to die, Moses. Now they're saying, Moses, you were right. The struggle was real, but God is real. God is greater. God is mightier. God keeps his word. God keeps his promises. You just have to position yourself. Where are you positioned at? And what are you holding on to tonight or this morning? Whatever you hold on to is what's going to be your reward. So I tell you today, if you're holding on to something that is not of God, something that is evil, something that is wrong, something that you should let go, give it to God and grab a hold of God. Come on, grab a hold of the Lord this morning. Stand on me this morning, church. Stand on me this morning. I'll never forget. I was carrying the burden of the church. And carrying it and carrying the burden of the church. And all of a sudden, I, I was looking, me and my wife, we were looking and looking where to buy a building and what to get and, and all this stuff. We're looking and looking to do this. And all of a sudden, the Lord told me, why don't you just give it to me? Give, give, give me this situation. Well, God, I gave it to you. We see, we think we gave it to him sometimes. We think we do, but we really don't because we're really focusing back on the struggle again. Now, there's nothing wrong for praying for your struggle. But don't revisit it. Don't, don't revisit it with the ability to stay there. See, when my mom lived in, out there in the desert, I went to visit her, not, listen carefully, not to live there. And I would revisit just to talk to her, let her know about God. So when she passed away, she was able to know that God was real and she was able to accept the Lord in her heart. From denying to accepting. So I tell you this morning, I rejoice because she's in heaven. I rejoice because when I visited my father, he was able to make it to heaven. I rejoice because my sister, she made it to heaven. Come on, somebody. So when I go, I have someone waiting for me in heaven. So uh, this morning, I want you to know, struggle is real, but so is God. What do, you, what do you want to be embracing? What do you want to be a reward? you want the pain of the situation, or do you want the glory of God? Do you want the peace of God? Do you want to celebrate the Bible says, amen, and the accomplishment that this day the Lord will save you? Just stand still and know that I'm God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. See, God is doing tremendous things for you guys already. Just the way he did it for us. He provided. He's about provision. He's continuing to cause us to see he is real. He is real. He is real. And that he is mighty and that he is great. I believe this morning that you and I need to let go of whatever we're holding on to. Whatever it is, it might be small, it might be huge. To me, to me, it might be small, but to you it might be big. And what's small to me might be huge to you. Or what's big to me might be small to you. But it's regardless of what size it is, it's on us and we need to let it go. So that we will see the accomplishment of the Lord today in our lives. And that we can say, God, you are good.
and you have remained faithful. And today I choose to look at you as who you are and let your strength get me through this. Because when I am weak, you are strong. And right now I'm feeling it. So I need your strength. If that's you this morning, I want you to come. I want you to come, come, come now, now, now. Now is your time. Let God push you through this. Let God get you to the other side. Let God get you to the other side. You need his strength this morning. His strength is sufficient for you. His strength is sufficient for you. His strength. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Father, we need you this morning, God. We need you this morning, Father. Some things have been real and tough in our life. But we know that you're tougher and you're greater. And we know you're a God that can do anything. If you split the Red Sea, you could do this for us, oh God. Lord, you divided uh, the situation, God. And I know that you can begin to divide the situation in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we need you. We need your touch. We need your strength. Maybe you're here this morning and you don't know God. You never accepted him in your heart. And you say, Pastor, I, I need Jesus this morning. I need to accept this Savior. I, 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 need, I need salvation this morning. If that this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. Say, I need Jesus this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I, I've fallen away. I've drifted away, but I need to come back. I, I'm holding on to it. I need to let go. I need to come back. If anyone else says, I need to come back. I need to come back to God. Lift it up your hand. The altars are open. Come, come now and seek your salvation. Come now, seek your restoration. Come now and seek what you need from God. God is here this morning for you, and whatever you need, He's here for you. You need peace. Come and get your peace. You need strength. Come and get your strength. You need a touch. Come and get your touch. He's here this morning for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.